live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, and Nero, Callow, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro, and I'm still trying to get over this cold. And I'm Kahlo, making mobs drop treasure like it's hot. I'm Gamer, rewarding my pets for all their hard work. And I'm Arjitlam, raising a mini knight. Joining us from the fairy server, it's my fellow Dark Knight brethren, Yudva. Yudva, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, it's good to have you, good to have you. Now, it's so nice, because... We've, we've had other paladins on the show, of course, Gamer also being another paladin, and, and we've had another thief on the show, but this is the first time that we've had another Dark Knight on the show, so it's, it's so nice to have one of my Dark Knight brethren. Welcome to the show. Something tells me this episode's going to be really hit and miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. With the new Absorb spell, we're uh, pretty much keeping up with just about anybody else. Oh yeah, definitely, absolutely. Now, what, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about the adjustments that were announced for Absorb TP? I doubt I will notice it because I seem to do exactly what they're stating. I said the exact same thing. I was like, you know, I was I was already calculating TP in my head. This is not going to affect me. It was actually it was really funny when uh, w- you know when the announcement was made. Everyone was like, "Oh no, Dark Knight getting." Don't say that word. I'm not going to say oh. it. I'm not going to say it. But but you know what everyone thought the minute that they saw it. And it's just like, nah, it's not a big deal. It makes sense. It's It, it does. Yeah, I average uh, 40 to 80 TP per drain. And actually in the walls assault, I've pulled 104 TP off the wall. Wow. wow. That's impressive. What kind of uh, gear buffs did you have at the time? Really none. That's just standard being able to time it right. Nice. Nice. Um, so, you know, there's been some stuff that's been going on over the last week. Uh, I've mainly been out of commission. I've been sick over the last week. So uh, let's go Let's go around the room and uh, and talk about uh, what's been going on recently. Kahlo, you want to start? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, most of my time actually has been spent camping Sozu Rogberry in the temple trying to get the thief's knife uh, so that I can actually get back into farming if I had an extra little TH. You know, it would at least make me feel better about it. So I was in there all day yesterday with uh, with Akeem, 74 Blue Mage, and we were we were poning all over every mob in there. Got a lot of chaos drops in. The first time she popped, we didn't get her, but uh, that was because we were looking in the wrong spot. So uh, an hour later, Akeem takes a really unfortunate final sting from one of the bees and goes down, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, great. Now that he's down and we have no rays, the NM's going to pop along with the next placeholder. And the window was opening in two minutes. Sure enough, two minutes opens, Aww. boom, she pops up. Ouch. And like 30 seconds before, the thief that had got claim earlier had just logged on. And I mean, this claim was just so, it, it was unbelievable. As soon as she was up, his uh, crossbow was already out, took claim. So uh, that's where the majority of my time has been spent. But uh, other than that, I've been upgrading to some of my plus one gear with that uh, that nice little installment of uh, gill that I came across the other day. Nice. Uh, what, what did you end up, uh, what did you end up getting? Uh, well, uh, I've le- level 71, still using a, a Thug Zamburak, so I upgraded to Ziska's crossbow, which is amazing. Uh, I also got the plus one of my war gloves and my war braze, which uh, was up, you know, a, an improvement to my uh, rogue AF because uh, I now have plus five agility as opposed to plus four. I got a Warwolf belt. Warwolf belts are very, very handy to have. I definitely, mm, yes, I, I snagged one of those. Mm. Those are very, very good to have. On, um, on EP mobs uh, around the board, my damage has improved from about 40 to 50 uh, damage a hit to about 60 to 70 and 100 crits. Wow. So it's it, it's not too bad considering that when I'm not partying, I spend most of my time farming KSs. So. That's a that's a pretty good damage range. Though. I've, uh, I've also started using bolts more. Like, you know, before I would have like maybe blind bolts or uh, acid bolts but I wouldn't really use them as much. But now I try to keep at least one stack of each bolt on, and the mobs don't even touch me now. There you go. Awesome. So, uh, Joining us again this week, uh, Gamer. Now, uh, Sale is not here. He couldn't be with us this week. So in his place, we have Gamer. Uh, Gamer, what have you been doing over the last week? Uh, I haven't been playing as much, but I uh, got my Black Mage level 70. Ah, congratulations. Thank you. And just been playing around with that, and now I'm starting up Beast again. Going to get that to 55 soon. All right, uh, Arjalan? Um, well, 
I've uh, actually started raising a chocobo uh, about a week ago, uh, same day we recorded the last episode. And uh, I overheard him talking to some friends, and apparently last night his chocobo was crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way to go. <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm a horrible Ooh. parent. Been taking parenting tips from Nero, haven't you? Yeah. We've been beating my chocobo because it displeases all, me. All, by the way, all I do to my chocobo anymore is scold it. <laughs> it hates me. That's all I'll do is just scold it. I'm trying to I'm trying to 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 make it love me through through anger and pain. <laughs> and I got a chance to name my chocobo too. Uh, what did you, got, you what'd you name it? You guys want to take a guess? You what'd you name it? Nightlight. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's so perfect too. Yeah, raising a little night myself. I I was uh, you know I was really I was really hoping that. You know, your Chocobo's name would somehow contain Dunkle, but that's just me. That's Dunkle just me. Dunkler. <laughs> that's going to be the name of my next Chocobo after this one dies. Because it is going to die. I don't. Can Chocobos die? I don't think so. Either. I don't think so either, but I'm going to be the first one to kill a Chocobo. <laughs> uh, now, Yudva, what have you been doing over the last, you know, week or so? Oh, God. <laughs> Quite a bit, actually. Um, I just pulled up another merit and put it into Muted Soul for the third merit, and or actually for the first merit into Muted Soul, but the third merit because you have to have three to get in the first one. Now, yeah. uh, what does Muted Soul do again? Um, it gives negative ten enmity while using Soul Eater. Oh wow, yeah, that's, that's sweet. I like that. No, that's that, that's per merit. That's per merit. Nice. So if wow. you do it three times, you have negative thirty. Um, wow. It works very nicely with my last resort, uh, uh, Desperate Blows merit. Um, gives you five mm, percent yeah. decrease to delay on uh, the weapon you're currently using. So I'm going to put three merits into that. Fifteen uh, percent reduction on, say, oh, I don't know, the death scythe makes it swing like a great sword. Wow! And I mean, you know, last resort, uh, last resort just brings up your attack so much. I mean, do you know? Do you know what it enhances your attack by? The last resort itself? Yeah. The base, I don't know, but the percentage of uh, increase for merits is something like two percent per merit, and I've already put one in there, so. Yeah, I mean, and 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 I mean, base as it is, um, you know, is is an incredible attack increase. I, I just, you know, I'd like to see the duration be longer because it's like, you know, sometimes I'll hit it, you know, waiting for a skill chain, and the other guy doesn't skill chain for like another two minutes. There goes my last resort. I can't cast it again for another. Yeah, but what? fully merited, um, you can actually reduce it by f something like fifty seconds. Oh, really? So, you can you yeah. can reduce the recast timer. Oh, right. that would be great. So that if you would... reduce that by 50 seconds, you're down to 4 minutes and 20 seconds, plus the 30 seconds that it actually is on. So you're only down to about 3 minutes. So every other mob, you're fi firing off last resort. Wow. That's awesome. I'd love to be able to... Oh, I can't wait to merit. You're making, <laughs> cool. you're making he, he me want... that now. <laughs> you're, making, you're making me want to hit 75. I mean, like, I, you know, I've been pretty lazy as it is. So I think, I think this is going to inspire me to actually start leveling again. I've been itching for 75 lately, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just seems... I mean, over the last two weeks, it seems like I've been so stalled. And finally, I got... You know, I, I'm done with Samurai. Finally got it to 37. And uh, and now I'm moving back into Dark Knight. It, it seems like I'm just waiting for this October update to hit so I can play with Dark Knight Samurai. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I'm, I'm so all over that. <laughs> yeah. Yudva, have you leveled Samurai to 37 yet? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and it's and and as it stands already, it's it's a it, you know it's it's already a great sub job for damage dealers, mm. um, especially if you're in a TP burn party. Yeah. Um, you know the way I see it, it it's like you know when Dark Knight sub warrior, um, you know it's great damage over time, and plus you get a, you get some defensive abilities and some you know defensive uh, job traits too. Uh, with thief, it seems to be all out spike damage, all out you know damage. There's real you know. You don't really have that many defensive maneuvers, and now with the new samurai update, it seems more balanced, like uh, like warrior, where the damage over time is going to be great. But I, I, I'm really excited to see what the new job abilities, how they, you know, what exactly uh, they buff and how they buff them, just to see how great of of a damage dealing uh, sub job it's going to be. I can't wait to play around with it. Oh yeah, um, I'm really looking into the idea behind that and getting like a brutal earring. Mm -hmm. So. 
even even with the brutal earring, if you don't have sub war, you actually get the effect of double attack. Oh, the really? Double Do attack. You? Yeah, and you attach that to the uh, sub samurai is what I'm looking for. Oh, mm -hmm. double attack, sub samurai, faster. Oh, you're gonna kill everything in the way. Oh yeah, sub sub samurai get a corsair in the party. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah uh, that's what. Again, I will always stand by it. I love having corsairs in the party. That's yeah. that, that is like definitely my. Like you know the uh, the support class that is best uh, in my opinion for for most DDers. All right, uh, we got an email over the past week from uh, Hypnos, and um, he's on the Diablo server, and I, he writes in his, in his email that um, I was wondering, you know, he's he's level sixty monk, so I was wondering since you guys are very knowledgeable and I've listened to every single podcast, but being a newbie, I wondered what I should be doing right now. I want to get the most out of the game. I want to be able to enjoy every level. So I was wondering if you could tell me a few things to do to get the ball rolling for for me. Pretty much all he's been doing for the past three days in the game is leveling and turning in three rabbit skins for 120 gil. Please help. Thanks, Hypnos. P.S. Please don't make fun of me. <laughs> now, I'll admit, when I first started playing the game, like, I mean, I can remember back to day one. I just got all my info registered, created my character, logged into Sandaoria, and I'm sitting there. Just got through the first cutscene, and I'm like... Okay, now what? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all had that kind of moment mm -hmm. of like, all right, yep. What now? <laughs> so, um, uh, th there are you know levels one to ten. There are a couple things that you should be looking into. Um, the first thing you're gonna want, of course, is how do I get money, right? And starting out, you don't know about the auction house, right? In previous Final Fantasy games, you sell stuff to shops, you yep. get money, you buy stuff from shops. I did that for the first. Oh, six months that I was playing. I mean, uh, honestly, I never touched the auction house once until at least, you know, six months in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta say, when I was first playing, I didn't know that the auction house sent your money to your delivery box. I thought you got it automatically. <laughs> so when I went to my delivery box and saw, like, 20k from selling crystals, I was like, wow. That's cool. I can buy my gear now. <laughs> yep. So uh, w uh, what you're going to want to do is as you're fighting, kind of, you know, uh, pay attention to what items you're getting and, and, and make sure. All right. This is a really important thing. When you see the little treasure box above your name down in the corner, go into your inventory and sort it. Yes. That's, <laughs> you're you're going to end up dropping a lot of things right. that you may not want to drop. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, it, we talk about stackable items, and really all that means is that you can have multiple items taking up one slot in your inventory. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, uh, for example, beehive chips. That's something that you find fairly regularly in the first couple of levels. Those can actually get you, uh, you know, somewhere like 10K, 12K, depending on, on what the economy of your server is like. And and definitely, you know, when you when you get uh, a stack of 12 anything usually usually things stack in 12 or 99 um and if you ever get a stack of 12 of anything go to the auction house find it on the auction house and put it up for sale and that's the easiest way to make money right and uh so once you start getting money then you can start looking up gear on the auction house and that's the best way to get yourself equipped oh yeah don't don't buy anything from shops right. i mean maybe first couple of levels like mm -hmm. you know uh, it might be a little bit cheaper, but not by much. Mm -hmm. And and you know it, the auction house get used to using it because you use it the whole time. I have to disagree on that. Actually, I see people use the auction house and NPCs even in the first levels as ways of getting major gill. Um, mm -hmm. They'll buy a bronze harness for two hundred gill and they'll throw it up on the H for five grand. And they're eating the newbies for that. It's true. Finding gear at shops is kind of hit and miss. You can't find necessarily all the gear that you need all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and find what you can at shops. Right. Know the layout of your own city. Know where to find things and yep. how much they cost. In, in fact, get to know the layout of all three cities once you start <laughs> visiting them more regularly. I can't tell you. I still get lost in Winders. I still get lost in Winders, and I just hate Sandoria. I just don't go there. <laughs> um, also, uh, to increase your, your income as far as selling crystals go, make sure that you always have Signet up. You, yes. You, oh, yeah. You will be thanking you know the gods once you get into later levels when you have all that, that CP built up. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, 
other than that, you know, just uh, slowly make your way to level 10, then you'll be going towards the dunes, and from there, the only thing you really have to watch out for is your uh, sub-job quest at 18, and after you get around those levels, you'll, you should be, you know, snowballing down the hill, and you shouldn't have any problem from there. Yeah, absolutely, and and uh, use, you know, resources outside of the game. Uh, FFX Cyclopedia is a really great uh, resource for finding uh, for finding quests. FFXIOnline.com, uh, Dreams and Vana Deal website, they're a really great community if you have any questions. Uh, feel free to ask on there, and, and people will take you seriously. Speaking of the gear, uh, Yudva mentioned that sometimes higher-level players will buy a bronze harness for like 200 gil and then sell it on the auction house for 5k. If you go to FFEcyclopedia, take the item that you think is overpriced, put it in the search thing. When it comes up, it will tell you all the ways to obtain it, whether it's a shop, mob, auction house, or craftable item. So from there, you can then go to the shop and see how much it costs. Um, actually, I don't know much about Sandoria, but as pertaining to my hometown, which is Winterst, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the sad part about us is usually we don't have, um, I don't remember what the area is that actually gives you the region for uh, Selbina milk, but if you can find Selbina milk, great for region, it can really help you out. Uh, nothing better than to stop a, a, a spell like poison that's been hit and you watch your life slowly tick away and you're like, oh, oh God, I've got 10 health. <laughs> I've done that many <laughs> times. You pop a, a Selbina milk and then you're good. But pertaining to Windhurst, I, a real cool way, and I wish Sal was here so he could hear this. Um, you start off at level one. You walk out um, the gates. You make sure you have your signet on. You kill uh, whatever, get up to about Yagadu level, start owning those. Once you kill those down, they will drop Yag necklaces. Two things for Yag necklaces. First, you throw a wind on it. It's a low-level craft descent for grass thread. Yep, and and in fact, uh, Sale mentioned on the last show that he uh, he just started cloth crafting, and that's what he's been doing. He's been going over to Gideus and farming uh, Yagato necklaces for crafting. Yeah, but this is as you level is what I'm saying. So right. there's yeah. where your gill is coming from. And you can synth while you're doing it. The other thing is is that you can desynth it also with a thunder crystal and get copper ingots. And I don't know about oh, your I server. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know about your server, but on ours, stack of copper goes for 10 to 12. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's pretty expensive. That's a that's a really good piece of advice. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, also the the Yugato necklaces are used in the uh, in, in acquiring Utsutsemi, the Utsutsemi scroll. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you do the uh, the cat burglar quest in Windurst, uh, that'll you know give you enough uh, uh, Norg fame where you can do the Utsutsemi quest. And uh, Utsutsemi Ichi still goes for you know seven hundred, eight hundred k at least on my server. Um, so that's you know that's also a pretty big money maker. Well, also um, along with the the milk, I would suggest that people use um, meat jerky for strength boost, mm -hmm. uh, so that you can actually, if you're one on one mobs, you can actually hit them harder uh, with the regen. Then you're actually healing yourself faster. Yeah. Um, with low level jobs, and I'm talking five to ten, I've actually pulled chain two, two hundred and ten. Wow. With XP no band. Kidding. Yeah. Um, EM to tough mobs were falling like cake, um, especially with the punish monk job. <clears throat> <laughs> um, actually, I do have a character on Titan, sir, which I've mentioned before, and I have all the basic jobs at level 10, which I did in about a week's time. So um, something that you could do that would definitely get you ready for later levels and that, you know, once you get a link shell, what, what will really impress them is if you take each job to level 10, because you can recycle uh, the melee gear for just about every job, Mm -hmm. And you can recycle the mage gear for just about every job. And if you use the Salvina milk trick along with the uh, meat jerky, then you know, you're pretty much set as far as fighting the mobs goes. You can get pretty good chains. And by the time you get all of them to 10, I think I have like two stacks of beastman seals on my titan character. And so once I get into you know like the mid forty range, and you start doing uh, BCNMs with your link shell, uh, they're gonna love you for it. So that's something else to uh, keep your eye out for while you're. Uh, leveling is to not drop those beastman seals just because they can't be put on ah i drop so 
freaking many. Mm-hmm. I dropped so many Beastman seals. And I, I, I mean, I would ask people all the time, what are these used for? And everyone would say, you know, oh, either I don't know, or they would just say BCNM. And, I'm, and I don't want to seem like an idiot and go, what does BCNM mean? Uh, <laughs> BCNM stands for Burning Circle Notorious Monster. It's a really great way to get, uh, you know, good gear. Uh, or resell- die. Yes, or die, which, you know, that that that's more dependent on, you know, your party and your or your link shell or, you know, the four random people that you found shouting in Juno to, to do the BCNM, which, by the way, uh, just for the record, is the absolute worst way to do a BCNM. Ne- don't. I mean, unless you're really desperate, don't take a shout. Always do it with someone that, you know. <laughs> But yeah, uh, BCNM's very important later on for for you know making money, getting gear. Uh, uh, so definitely keep those Beastman seals, save them up in your Mog House because you will need them at later levels. Yeah, that's uh, something that I was guilty of when I was think I think level five on my first character is uh I didn't know the whole rare X thing. All I knew was that you couldn't put Beastman seals on AH. So there I was in Sandaria shouting, you know, will someone power level me? I will pay with Beastman seals. <laughs> <laughs> And the tells came flowing. Uh, well, I wish it would have been in tells, but no, there's people yelling, you can't, you know, trade Beastman Seals, you noob. And then there's actually one person who piped up, you know, we all start out not knowing, so take it easy on them. That's nice. And just to make the pain easier on me, um, I'm going to tell one of Arj's noob stories here. <laughs> oh, when, boy. when he was first starting out, he didn't know how to get out of San Deoria. <laughs> So he had to have a higher level person show him to the exit. <laughs> I got a noob story. I I actually had a good friend of mine named uh, Megas from my fairy server, and he said, "Oh, I'll, I'll go out and PL you or power level you." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." So I'm sitting there. There's a tough mob in front of me, and I've got my little sword out, and I'm a Mithra, and I'm or Mantra, whichever way, and uh, <laughs> I'm and I'm I'm whacking away at the mob, and I'm provoking it. Like I'm supposed to. And he's like, stop provoking it. You're (laughs) killing yourself. (laughs) And I'm like, just standing there hacking away at it. And he's like, do you understand that this thing's not doing any damage to me? And I'm like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Um, Speaking of your server, actually, I've heard that uh, Fairy has like one of the worst economies out there out of all the servers. Mm, yeah, it's pretty atrocious. It's pretty is it bad. is it really as bad as everyone says it is? Uh, to go with economies, which uh, across all the servers, which is what I've noticed, a lot of people say, "Oh, we're losing money. It's it's all going down. So now everything's cheap." And if you look across everything, it's all sort of a percentage game. So well, even though something might be twenty million gil on ours, yeah, uh, our server for like I don't know uh, a peacock charm, which I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't looked it up lately, but. Uh, you know, I'm it's not sorry. like that's the only thing going up. For example, things that you would use to sell to get money, like crystals or beast coins, those yeah. are also going up. Like, for instance, beehive chips on my um, server right now, they're going for uh, 14k a stack. When the prices were up, they were going almost 30 to 50. Case yeah, stack. it was the it was the same on Titan. Titan was uh, was uh, thirty to thirty five k right you know right at the peak, uh, around uh, around uh, last winter was when it was uh, especially bad for us. And uh, it was the same thing. Yeah, Beehive chips uh, per stack were up to about 30, 35K. Um, But, I mean, you know, you said that there's a lot of people kind of complaining about, you know, the -hmm. the deflation and and everything like that. But, you know, I'm personally extremely happy that everything's really cheap right now because, you know, it's it's how you know that's how the economy works you know it's uh, it'll everything will deflate and then it'll probably everything will reinflate yeah. too you know the thing i also like about it is that the the way the economy is now there's more competition there's a yeah. lot more undercutters prices are going down because they're undercutting each other you know you, you, when have you ever seen seven harbucks actually on the AH. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, where did all that come from? Usually it was like one and everybody's scrambling to buy it and they're buying it like, you know, three and four times the other person or at least two or three million more than the last guy. Mm-hmm. And now there's like seven or eight of the things sitting on the AH and the price is just going down because 
you know, you're not, you're losing a million gill or something like that per, or I think it was 120 or so thousand gill yeah. every time you put it up there. I think that has to do with a lot of the uh, cheaper alternatives that were offered with the Outer Ergon expansion. Oh, yeah. um, you know, with that, we got a lot more DD aimed gear and um stuff like Hobrix, it's yeah. no longer you know every yeah it's not a necessity anymore not every single dark knight has to have a, a Habrick. there are acceptable alternatives now that are uh cheaper and easier to get um so i think that has that has a lot to do with it um there's also the fact that uh, on genbu for example v claw is now uh, a 100% drop. That's that's not that's not confirmed. That's that's oh, a okay. that's a, a rumor. But well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yudva, can you confirm that at all? If uh, if Genbu now is a 100% drop on the V Claw? No, but it's definitely increased. Yeah, the, I know that the drop rate has has definitely increased, and and there were talks for a while that that it was 100%. Um, but is is that for certain that it's not 100%? But the the drop rate has been increased. I haven't seen it every time. We just okay. dropped Gambo twice last time, uh, last week or something like that, and th it wasn't both times. It was once. But, uh, well, I mean, 50% is not bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. But, I mean, you know, the 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 rate and increase of, of craftable, you know, of, of those craftable items like that, I think, uh, is, is another factor, too. You'll also notice, too, that uh, V-Claw and, and items like it, which have usually only been seen in bazaars or being shouted for, can now be placed on the auction house. Mm -hmm. And that's also one of the factors um, going into the fact that um, on our server, uh, the Scorpion Hunters plus one is down to like 3.54 mil. Wow. Which, you know, kind of ticks me off because I bought my, my uh, normal quality for 3.5 and I feel real bad for Gordor. His original Scorpion Harness he bought for 7 mil. Ooh. And I mean, like, like right now he could have bought two plus ones for the, same, for the same price. Wow. Yeah, I bought my uh, Harbor Gun. For 4.5 mil, and then two days later it was down to two. Oh, oh my god! Okay, all right, I got one to top that. <laughs> um, so back during uh, back during the the real big price hike, uh, I I had uh, this was around when I was around level 55 ish, level 60. I couldn't I couldn't yet equip the Habergon, um, and but I was right I was right near that level. I think you can you can get it at what 65? Is that the Habergon? 50, is it 50 59. it's it's 59 yeah you're right so i was i was around the 58 59 area and um i was uh, i had a lucian haberit which i mean that, that <laughs> it was sorry. it was yeah the, but it's not it's not a bad piece of gear for you know like a level a level 55 and i when i had bought it it was like two mil and I just remember doing that, trying to find something else. It's like eight million for that piece of gear. Ah, I'm gonna find something better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, totally. And uh, and when I bought it, it was only two mil. And then during during the huge huge price hike, it it got up to ten mil. And Kahlo here told me, "Wait on it. It's just gonna rise. It's just gonna rise." And I wake up one morning and I look and and the big. POL story is the it was the the day that they banned I think something ridiculous like thirty five thousand accounts or something it was like huge th uh, thirty billion guilt server wide yep. was and, taken was taken out and that day it just it started to it started to dive it was I think it peaked at twelve and see, when see, I that's I, when you should have stole it. You should have sold it at twelve. Yeah, see, I said not at ten. I was I was trying to get you an extra two mil, man. <laughs> it had sold for twelve like a month prior. I think ours stopped at around twenty million. Twenty? Yeah. For the oh Lucian, something like that. Yeah. For the oh my. Oh no 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 not the Lucian the Habergun. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I was man. gonna I was gonna say for the Lucian <laughs> Habergun. Whoa! I don't know anyone that has twenty mil at l around level fifty ish. Very no. FTL. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I you know, and, and I, I wake up, I see that, and and I the first thing I do is I log on and I check the AH and and I check the Lucian Habergun, and it started to nosedive, and I am just so pissed at Kahlo. <laughs> I am so mad at Kahlo. And uh, I think when I when I ended up selling it, I sold it for seven mil. So it was, I mean, you know, I definitely I definitely made a lot of money. Which of course, all of that money was then dumped into buying the Habergon, which was 
ridiculously overpriced. Mm. And fortunately, as you know, as I cont- continued to level, I was looking at the prices between the Habergon and the Habrick, and they usually seem to coincide pretty well. So that was, you know, that was my big concern was making at least enough money back to at least buy the Habrick. But I mean, had I sold that thing at twelve mil, I would still, I would still have that money. It, I don't wear a Habrick. It was uh, it was funny because it got to the point where no one was buying it, you know, at nine and eight mil, and uh, he tried to borrow money from my level ten monk because <laughs> because because I had farmed up like six seven hundred k. He was trying to borrow money because he didn't have enough money to even put it at auction anymore. <laughs> so he would be as he's looking for a party in Juno, he's shouting for people to buy his Lucian, and that's actually what inspired one of our comics on yeah, the site. Yeah. Now now did I just hear you correctly and say that you don't use a Haberick? Nope. What do you use? I use a Sapai Joshuan. Yep. Is that is that I've the new that. DD gear that came out with the uh, with the Outer Ergon expansion? Yeah, mm-hmm. sixteen HP, five to strength, five to agility, increased rate of crits. Um, that's not a small increase. It's well, huge. You're, you're also a Mantra as well, so you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to worry about accuracy like us Humes do. Yeah, seventy four plus sixteen. I mean, you know, and that and and you know that may work for you, but I I. I I promise you, when I don't have when I don't have any accuracy gear on, I can't hit worth anything. I, I mean, oh. I, oh, my accuracy is so bad. But I mean, I've put enough money into accuracy equipment. I mean, I've got you know, I've got the assault earring. I've got uh, you know, the life belt. I've got uh, you know, uh, snipers and woodsman's ring. I mean, like I do. I need the accuracy. The funny right. pony hat. <laughs> yeah, the O hat. You know, for the sake of entertainment, Andy, go ahead and tell the 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 Dex accuracy story. <laughs> uh oh. Go ahead. Okay, I guess I guess this is kind of kind of a, both of a new moment on our part. Absolutely. <laughs> I had two snipers rings. I had two snipers rings. I had farmed for like six months straight to get these things. No, this was I did around. nothing but farming. Like this is around level forty. I did nothing but farming. Uh I wanna say that 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 I haven't always thought this. Uh around the time that this was happening, I was doing samurai and so I was looking up samurai guides on uh, on different websites and the particular particular one that I was found said that two accuracy equals one dext. Yes. Right. And yes. he relays this information to me. And I go, oh, great. I just spent all that time farming to get my sniper's rings. And now Dex, you know, Dex can increase my accuracy more than accuracy plus. Okay, well, why don't I just go sell both of my sniper's rings and buy grace rings instead? There was a couple other pieces of equipment that he sold along with it, too. Like uh, I think there was a neck equip. Yeah, that you sold. There was uh, oh, what was that? I don't even remember what I got rid of. It, I think it was like a merman's gorget, but yeah. that wasn't that wasn't as big of a loss. Mm-hmm. So, so I sell, and then and then I just I, you know I happened to mention it in the in the link shell, and I, I you know I ran around with decks with rec- ridiculous decks equipment for like I don't know maybe three weeks, and I mentioned it in the link shell, and they're all like uh no that's not the case and so they they set me straight on every two decks equals one accuracy so i fly into a blind rage i am so pissed now lucky for me his accuracy is pretty low at this point (laughs) should have been a mantra oh so (laughs) I uh, I pick up the phone and I give Kahlo a call and I just I, I, I explain to him the situation and he goes oh no and I go yeah he goes did you sell them already yeah oh no <laughs> now, now Kahlo apologized a lot and I kind of forgave him but and, and I also gave you the 600k from my character yes, yes. to help you, you know, get, uh, get back what you lost, which you're never seeing again. And um, I, I mean, I was able to to recoup. I, I wasn't able to get both, you know, two snipers rings, but I was able to make back enough money uh, between farming uh, what Kahlo gave me and um, and and you know, selling selling the grace rings. I I, I don't know what I started. Le- I think I started leveling ranger. And I got level, Ranger to like level six in the time that I didn't have any equipment. I had I just like I just totally like decided to sell almost everything for my Dark Knight, 
and uh, I started leveling. I got him to six, and I was like, "Oh, screw it! I gotta. I, you know what? I, I can't stop leveling Dark Knight." So I went and I tried to, I tried to recoup my losses, and and I, you know, I got a Woodsman's Ring instead of a, a second Sniper's Ring, which, you know, in retrospect, is actually mm-hmm. I, I think kind of a kind of a, a way to make it a little bit more balanced out. You're welcome. Um, no, <laughs> no, not at all, not at all, well, sir. Uh, at the same time, though, though, um. You know, this sort of helped me get in gear too, because then I started looking at myself. I'm like, you know, I have, at this time, all right, I kid you not, this, this is, I think I was like, I was level 64 ish, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with all my equips, I had plus 42 dex, plus 36 agility without food. Wow. Now, the only problem there was that uh, on, for example, like Toramas, I wasn't really hitting real, real well, and I couldn't keep up with like samurais and monks. Mm hmm. So this was the point where I decided to sell a lot of my dex gear and exchange it in for like a scorpion harness and a life belt and start buying more accuracy plus gear. Sure. So, all right. So we just got done telling all the lower level players about some strategies. Then we kind of uh, wandered off into our own little world there. So taking somewhat of a big turn, we're actually going to get into Limbus topics since Yudva has had a little bit of uh, a couple of experiences involving Limbus and whatnot. So uh, why don't we start with uh, what what you need to do to enter Limbus? First of all, you need uh, COP. Uh, Chains of Promathia. If you don't have that yet, you're way behind mm-hmm. since they're on now the third expansion. You basically have to get into what they call C. It's through a number of battles, um, going everything from fighting a couple things called mammoths, which are horribly nasty, um, through capped areas, um, lots of battles. There's lots of BCs, uh, burning circles, or, you know, going up through Diablos, you actually fight the summons. Um, you even fight some weapons as you go up through C. Okay. Chapter 8-1 of Chains of Promathia is when you actually get... Um, Altayu, which is C-access, correct? Yeah, that's right. The sad part about it is all the other battles are extremely difficult, um, like the Snow Battle, where you have 45 seconds to do over three grand worth of damage to a bomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. <sighs> yeah, the only way to slow him down is by using uh, a special item. You'll have to look that up on uh, one of the sites that you guys mentioned. Um, I'm not going to go over how to do it. It's too long. But um, it, it'll actually increase the amount of time, but there's no way to protect against it in 45 seconds or the whenever the time runs out it explodes it kills everybody or blows you out of the bc it doesn't matter if it doesn't kill you it still knocks you out so wow either way you lose that sucks yeah Yeah. Uh, i've heard of a link shell on shiva i think it is lord of the beast who have actually gone through the promies and i think they beat the weapons as just beasts. Just be just, just beast masters. Wow. Party of six beasts. Wow. I don't know if they've gotten farther now, but they're planning to go to sea with it. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, I could believe that because actually, the scary thing about it is, is that people think that they can go in and mana burst that thing, but it's not going to work. Um, they have both weapons have a magic shield that completely nulls all magic. Ooh, uh, oh, that wow. sounds fun. <laughs> Bad story I had. Uh, we were actually about to beat it down to one percent. Our black mage cast um, ancient magic was going to drop it, uh, freeze on top of it, and because it's capped. And uh, as he dropped freeze, the thing put up its shield, turned around, and slashed him. Oh, that was it. That sucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, once you do get C access and you're into C, I mean, is that it? You can then just go into Limbus whenever because uh, I heard. That, that it's kind of like Dynamis in a way where you enter into it, you need certain items, you have time limits, you know, et cetera, et cetera, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Actually, with Limbus, um, your starting point is basically in Port Juno. Uh, there's an NPC standing next to uh, the Wundhurstian, for the win, airship. Uh, Saghira is the, uh, the NPC, right? Right. And uh, you go up to him, he says, do you want uh, what's called a detergent, actually? Um, you pay 50 grand. Uh, 50k in gill, and, and he does he, your laundry for you. <laughs> <laughs> you get, yeah, uh, I wish. Then he gives you a key item, um, and um, then from there you choose depending on where you want to go. Now um, uh, you have to uh, purchase the key item from him, right? Correct. Uh, you can only purchase it every three or so days. Now, do you need uh, one each for each person, or just one for the group? One for each person. Every person has to pay fifty k. Ooh, wow. Eh, well, fifty k is fifty k, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that the uh, the benefits in and of themselves are uh, yeah, are worth sure. the fifty k. Well, it, if you look at it, it, it really is because you're talking about plus one gear and things like mm-hmm. the brutal earring, which gives you um, double attack 
even if you don't have subwar. So, I mean, you pay for it in time and, and effort. After you get that, actually, once you choose what area you have to go to, you actually have to go and kill an NM that's in the C area. Um, and that gives you a certain color card. That actually goes throughout the entire group. Uh, once you kill the NM, everybody in the alliance gets that card. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. How many okay. areas uh, are there? Because uh, I'm reading here that there's a red, black, and white card. So there's three different areas? Uh, yes. Uh, Temnos, Central Tower, um, Apollyon. Okay. Uh, basically, you they sort of force you to go to all three. Mm -hmm. because um, Temnos and Apollyon both have one item for your AF plus one. There's also coins that drop called Ancient Coins, uh, which give you, you know, you sort of have to pay for your AF along with have these two items. It's right. really involved. So it, it's just like up upgrading your uh, relic uh, weapons, except it's a little bit easier, because uh, Ancient Beast Coins, uh, I've seen as low as 20k uh, lately in bazaars, so... Actually, they drop really well. Um, we we had a really good run once and uh, got about 59 coins to split amongst about 11 people. Wow, nice. Okay, um, the maximum number of players to be in, in Limbus is 18, but you said uh, or mentioned a moment ago that you guys did it like split it between 11 people. So what would you say is the lowest number of people you can do it with and not have a difficult time? It, it depends on the area. Actually, each area has different aspects to it. Like, for instance, one area, like, say, it has six floors. Mm -hmm. The first floor will be all the monsters will be weak against Slash. Um, the monsters above it, Slash won't do any damage. Um, the only thing that'll do damage is, like, clubs and staffs. Um, so monks really own on that one. Okay, um, so it's uh, it, it's kind of um, certain areas. Uh, more jobs are going to be more beneficial than others. Right. So All you right. could you could go through probably as low as I would say maybe a party could probably do a pretty good job depending on how good they are. Uh -huh. I'd say bare minimum twelve people at bare minimum. Okay. And um, just like Dynamis, it has um, you know certain times like it says uh, seventy two hours Earth time must pass after you enter Olympus battlefield. And when you do enter, you lose uh, the key item you obtain from the Juno, which is the uh, Cosmo Cleanse key. Yes. So um, just like in Dynamis, if you die, you lose experience points, but you cannot gain them while in Limbus. Um, a, 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 another thing, too, that I find uh, really cool about this is you, know, you are timed in there, but there are certain chests that you can find that uh, increase the time you're allowed to finish Limbus. And there's also MP recovery chests and uh, job ability timer resets. Once again, that also depends on what floor you're on, uh, or excuse me, what uh, Limbus you go to, uh, Polyon or Temnos, depending on which section you have. You have different sections that you can go to. Um, some of them, you can only choose one chest. So mm -hmm. all three will pop, but as soon as you choose one, uh, the rest go away. Okay. There's three types. You have HP, MP, which also resets your two-hour. That's really cool. Ooh, and all nice. abilities, that for is... that matter. Um, so what you do is you, one of those pops, and if you're going to actually use it, like everybody bum-rushes the main boss or bum-rushes a mob and drops all your two-hours, and then you go over, hit that, HP, MP, and all job abilities come back. Now, that is, I, I can definitely see how that would uh, be extremely useful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You also have uh, another chest which drops your um, AF2 items. Uh, not necessarily every time, which sort of makes it rough, but uh, it will drop items of some sort. And usually I've seen the lowest of about four ancient beast coins up to about six to seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. coins. All right, and um, other than being able to get your, the items and materials necessary to upgrade your AF plus one, you also get the items for certain uh, endgame armor, such as the Nashira and Homam armor from Limbus Arius. Yes. Um, actually, I've, I think it comes off of the weapons in Central Tower. Mm -hmm. You actually have to end up fighting um, the Ultima and Omega weapon. Right. Or I might be wrong on that. It might be. Just, um, I think so because it says that. Uh, yeah. Right. The items that you need for uh, example for the Nashira turban, you need Ultima Cerebrum. You need his heart for the Nashira mantle, etc., 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 and vice versa with the uh, Homam armor and Omega's different anatomy. Yeah, wh what they nicknamed proto weapons. So. Right. Right. You need the 
the chips, there's chips that also drop at the end. You have to finish the Limbuses uh, because chips at the end actually help you get into the, the towers, and you have to sort of go up the middle of the central tower. So uh, once you do get into Limbus, and as you're fighting your way through, you have to get certain chips to be able to enter into the final battle? Yes. Uh, so, like, for example, if you start in... The first floor of the central Temenos Tower, you need the Emerald Chip to get into the second floor. Right. And then Scarlet into the third. All right, yep. So uh, as you're going through these floors, you're also looking for uh, chip requirements that you have to trade in as, and then you get other ones. All right, and so that's to help you get further up the floors. All right. Yeah, they sort of force you to go to all of the different areas because there's a s- certain chip on each one. You have to win that, f- that entire set of floors to get that chip, and then those chips are used to get into the central towers. Those central towers are used to get up floors. Mm-hmm. I gotta so, say that, that this sounds this sounds extremely challenging. Sounds fun. I yeah, it's, it's it. a it lot does. of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. All right. Um, it, it also mentions too that uh, there are other items such as earrings and mantles and, that can be purchased with with your ancient beast coins. So, uh, do you use the the goblins in some of the uh, beastmen zones to upgrade your equipment and to get these other items, just like you do with the relics? No, it's actually the uh, NPC that's near Winters for the win. Um, that uh... I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Just like LOL Dragoon, it's now Winders for the win. Yeah. Actually, you need to go to that NPC, the same one that gave you the Cosmo Cleanse, and you can you can do one of two things. First of all, if you want to just hold on to the coins in case you might sell them or something or trade mm-hmm. them out, then mm-hmm. you can do that. But there's something really cool about this NPC. You can actually trade the coins to him save yourself an inventory slot and he keeps track of them all oh very wow. nice because they, they don't stack do they yes uh they do actually stack um but you know one more inventory slot is like gold right, right. <laughs> yeah absolutely do they stack in 12 or 99 99 all right well that's good all right well that's cool all right then so um have uh have you gotten any af or any other equipment from doing limbus yourself Yes, actually, I have the plus one hands for Dark Knight. Oh, envy. <laughs> I really want those. I really, really want those. The entire set's really nice with uh, a great amount of strength to all of the AF pieces. Yeah, and, and, and it seems like it seems like when they uh, sat down and, and really, you know, uh, worked out the stats on the plus one uh, AF, it, it seems like they've like they've taken it and made it much more aimed, you know, towards uh, towards what's needed uh, to to be to be a better Dark Knight um, rather uh, than what the job's lacking but doesn't need right exactly i think the af uh, the you know the original af makes uh you know and this is this is i think for all jobs that it makes you know it makes the job in general more rounded but it seems like what you know what dark knights usually concentrate on i.e being you know uh, uh strength decks uh attack um, you know, accuracy. It, it seems to enhance those much more, uh, and even even stuff like you know, uh, uh, you know, dark elemental magic, uh, mm-hmm. int stuff like that. It buffs that a lot more than, uh, and it, and it buffs it a lot more purposefully than I think, um, you know, the regular AF does. And and I I can't wait to start doing Limbus so I can start getting AF plus one. I'll be it even even to the point of uh, the AF. Um, I'll I, I'll be as bad and say that I actually like it more than the Dynamis sets because with strength actually being on most of it, not all of it. I made a misstep on that, mm-hmm. but with it being on most of it, it's it just the stats alone. If you set the two side by side, uh, scream wow! They really thought about the job, and, and this is for most of the sets. You could argue between this set and another set, but most of the plus one sets, at least one or two pieces just completely own over the top of the dynamis set and since you can get it a lot easier i'd say uh, you know a lot easier than the dynamis it's so yeah. much better worthwhile the time now uh you mentioned uh before we actually started the show about finding a way or, or having a theory to make dark knight into a tanking job and since we have <laughs> two uh higher level tanks here i thought that um maybe you'd like to uh go ahead and, and, and explain more about that and uh you know, get some feedback from our two tanks around what they would think about Dark Knights coming into play as tanks. Uh, well, it, it's it's sort of a, a I wanted to look at because basically I got tired of pulling hate and getting owned 
like you know we get slashed because all of our gear is low level gear everything that's ac plus is like six or seven lo levels lower than everything else there's no defense on it or it lowers defense like say the sniper rings yeah and you know how that works i mean annie can go along with me on this it, it, it's like i we have paper thin defense it, i mean it's just like you know three four five hits and we're down and, and it's not so much the defense it's like because there is no defense on any of that gear i mean comparably yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely which you know it doesn't make much sense considering the fact that, that that it is male i mean it looks like it should have defense and the fact that the way i've always looked at it is that paladins are like you know bastard mages it's the warrior mixed with the white mage yet they can tank which you would think the dark knight's sort of the same thing warrior mixed with black mage yeah we, you know? we not not really it doesn't it doesn't work like that unfortunately we, can, we just it can't right yeah we can't take the hits and 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 you know what i find funny is that actually uh the vampire cloak which you know uh, oh. dark knights really only use for running around and and if they you know if they're low on mp or hp they can put it on and get a you know a one uh you know a one tick refresh or regain depending on uh, on on what time of day it is but that actually gives more defense than my freaking habrick wow yeah i mean 65 yeah what the hell <laughs> i mean you get this big badass looking habrick on you and you're like yeah i look tough and it gives you such great stat boosts i think and you know it's i think it's a great piece of equipment but how how is my hoodie going to give me more defense than my huge ass thing of chain mail <laughs> Remember, though, you do lose your helm, so you drop off whatever your helm had. If True. you add those two together, you're about about even, actually. Actually, True. it's a little bit less on mine. That's true. That's true. And, I mean, I wear an O hat, so hello. <laughs> <laughs> Which is zero defense, so, yeah, you get better defense across the board. Yeah. <laughs> is it your AF plus one version of your uh, body piece has vitality on it? Yeah, actually, that's what I was thinking that I would use in part of the defense. I rolled up the numbers, actually, just sort of using um, the website, looking at the gear, and checking at certain things. I even looked at a paladin and talked to him about defense um, and asked him, you know, take off all your defense and, and and take off all your gear and let's both compare what base defense is. And comparably, we had about a 30-point 30, 30 difference, which is pretty big, but... You can make that up in food, and 30 points is not really that much. No, it, you know, it, it really isn't that much. I mean, if you're talking base stats, you know, like, I think, you know, when you see the big transition is when you get into gear. You know, obviously with Dark Knight's got to gotta concentrate on, on, you know, on one set of stats, and, you know, Paladins, Tanks, they've got to concentrate on an entirely different set of stats. So, I mean, it, it, I, I understand where you're going with, with mixing the stats, um, but uh, I, I just I think it would I think it would still be be pretty difficult. Well, to surprise some people, let's look at it this way, okay? From from the Paladin crew over there, um, meet you. <laughs> um, the Paladin crew. What would you say is the best the the thing that you guys would concentrate more on uh, out of any stat? Like, what would you dump on your Paladin? Vitality. Vitality. Well, yeah, there is a point though where too much vitality you'll get diminishing returns from it and i think right. that happens around 100 or so where right and that's why hnm ls paladins they focus more on hit points because they already have high enough vitality and they go for the hit points would you be surprised that the dark knight actually has gear available that even cheap gear except for one piece that actually boosts them up to about plus 56 bite wow wow really Yes, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> See, uh, now, now after hearing you talk about it, um, it would obviously still be very difficult for a Dark Knight, even with good gear, to out-tank a Paladin or a Ninja. And that's exactly what I'm shooting for. Is I'm looking to see if I can actually, uh, you know, a Paladin goes down because they do, and your mobs at 10%. You got to have somebody tank. Sure, you could have the monk, but not everybody has a monk in their party. So you you. Slap on this gear, and you you're actually enable yourself as a tank for a brief moment. Mm -hmm. the, the issue is is that you're going to have to pull hate from whoever else. Right. Last resort does it really well, but unless you're sub uh, war, you might have an issue. That's uh, that's the problem. Whenever I'm in a party and the tank goes down, is that I always end up tanking it because of a uh, uh, sneak attack and, and the spike damage that, that does. I can get it for a couple moments, 
long enough for the shadows to go down, and by the time it turns away, I can cast my shadows and do it again. But again, it's the keeping hate issue. Right. That would be the only thing that I would find that would be a, a difficult problem for the Dark Knight to actually pure tank, is that there's no real enmity building stuff. Stun, actually, stun is really good at it, but to to mainline that hate on you would actually kill you, because the only thing I can think of that would even do it is Soul Eater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, when you think about tanking, too, usually if your tank goes down in the beginning of a fight, you know, no matter who your backup tank is... Being able to, or having to tank a mob for that long, it usually isn't a good idea anyway, and you probably find some way to escape. So it's usually near the end of a fight, so you're not going to have to tank it for so long to begin with, and it's usually already near death. If your tank dies that early on in the fight, and let's say they're in the 70s, you need to find a new tank. Well, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's one of those freak accidents, like you know the gob bombs that go out of control or incineration from the crawlers oh. in Mount Zalom. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I could see it happening. I, I, I see. I, oh man, I saw what Dark Knight. Dark Knight's roasted. <laughs> yeah, I saw Dark Knight get roasted with incineration one time. <laughs> it did like 1.5k damage. When I first actually, when first order got, came out, or uh, excuse me, when the expansion first came out, I actually went out there and thought, oh, I could solo one of these things. And uh, me and a monk went out there and decided that we were going to solo one of those little crawler wannabes and. It turned to me and did uh, incineration. I, I don't even want to fight one again because it yeah. incinerated me and dropped <laughs> three quarters of my bar off, and the monk freaked. <laughs> and, especially on Fire's Day when they pop, they start out with 100% TP, don't they? Uh, I don't know. I just know I, that I got roasted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I think I heard something about that. That uh, if if you fight them on Fire's Day, they do have some type of increased bonus about them. I know they sleep at night. That's pretty cool. Oh yes, yeah. I love that narcoleptic mobs. FTW pulling is so much easier. It's true. <laughs> when I first I mean, saw it, that, yeah, it does make it. It makes pulling a whole lot easier. Except I mean, I think. When they wake and, up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> terrible times for them to wake up. Yep, been there. Just it just happened to be running by with one J nun and the other one wakes up and damn it now we've got two of these big ass lumpy things <laughs> trying to kill us. Where's the zone? Does anyone know? No, no one has a map. Okay, good. Now we have to die. Those things, pop. yeah, those things can like two shot me. The J nuns are so huge. I know. <laughs> I love fighting them though. They're 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 so much fun to fight. They're so much more fun than those stupid imps too. With their uh with the amnesia. The I, amnesia I is the worst. I, I'm sorry. The amnesia is like the worst status effect ever. Oh, I hate it. I hate getting it put on me. It's so annoying. Mm -hmm. Okay, ready for the skill chain? Okay, I'll use my TP. Oh, TP's man. gone. Okay, I'm ready to use it. No ability. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, luckily, though, with the imps, their, their defense is so low that if you have good DDs, that as long as you can keep your party alive, you actually do good damage meleeing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can do pretty good DOT. They only have like 3,000 hit points or something, so just... They're easy to kill. Oh, yeah. Keep honing them. So uh, as we start to close out the show, we have a couple of uh, emails and PMs that we want to read to you as well as our adventure of the week. So we're going to start with an email from uh, Sirius Black from the Carbuncle server, who we've gotten multiple emails from before. And he says, hello, everyone. I wanted to know what you all thought about the possibility of having a mathematician or calculator job class. It was a minor job in FF Tactics, and I loved playing. Here's how I think the job could work with the existing setup of FFXI. The, math the mathematician would be like a red mage meaning that it can cast both enfeebling and support type spells. The catch is that you can only cast certain spells based on the time of the day. For example, math Mathematician can only cast double between the hours of 12 and 15. Some of his job abilities could also include Calculate, which would tell you info about an enemy, sort of like Scan does in other FF games, and he could also use an ability that would calculate when the mob is most vulnerable to a specific weapon skill. Once it is calculated, the player uses that weapon skill, the damage would be increased significantly. This was just a thought I had back when they released the Corsera Puppet and Blue Jobs. I always wondered what Square Enix will come up with next in their preceding expansions. Thanks for your time, Sirius Black from the Carbuncle server. That's an interesting point, and, uh, you know, uh, of course the job does come out of the, the Final Fantasy uh, universe. Now, of course it's not, you know, the most prevalent job. Uh, you know, take, for example, Dragoon, which you see across multiple, you know, Final Fantasy games. But I, I think... 
I think that's not a bad idea. Um, will Square Enix, you know, ever create a job like that? Maybe. Are we ever going to see any more jobs in the game? We don't know. This uh, this idea definitely has potential. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, definite potential, especially introducing some of the spells that we've seen, like double being able to cast double jobs. I know a lot of people have had talk about wanting to see reflect in the game as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the way that you you've explained or the idea that you have seems a little complicated. Like people might only end up inviting mathematicians calculators at certain times of the day or once a certain time gets through and it can only use spells that people normally won't use mm-hmm. you know then they would be wouldn't be as useful oh yeah now for our adventure of the week and this nomination was sent in by asuka their friend mikado from the siren server who is a 60 something blue and his reason is uh, this guy without a red mage to back him up or a mage to help him kept five people alive with only four deaths total in Dynamis using only magic fruit and healing breeze. And his shout out is Mikadu, you are a role model blue mage. That's, I mean, that's an impressive especially in Dynamis? Now, uh, parting with Akeem, when he subs Ninja, his magic fruit does almost as much as a cure four from a a white mage. Cure 3.5, Spaz said it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right, and so, I mean, personally, I've never been in Dynamis. But I know that it's hell, and that I'm, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's very impressive. One so, point on the on the blue mage mm-hmm, group, sure. and this is where I feel a little bit bad about it. I like blue mage. I like the job, but everybody talks about how overpowered red mage is, and it's really spooky. As far as I, I don't have to agree with SE and why they brought in such a powerful job. Uh, what other job can actually I mean it has blood drain it has all the other jobs abilities and people say well it's not as good I mean there right there shows how much power the blue mage actually has absolutely and 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 you know we discussed uh you know we discussed blue mage and and really um yes the job is very 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 powerful um but at the same time, it's also, I would say, probably one of the most frustrating and one of the most taxing mm-hmm. jobs in the game. Not only because, you know, you have to spend all that time trying to get, you know, your spells from mobs, but you need to have every place on the map unlocked to get all the spells that you need. Oh, yeah. You know, getting C spells, that just means that you got you have to do the COPs. You know, being a Dark Knight, I don't have to do the COPs, and I can still level, I can still merit, I can do Sky Gods, I can do Dynamis. I'm just missing out on Limbus, AF plus one, and all the stuff that's really cool down in C. Um, you know, whereas Blue Mages, they really, you know, uh, you can lose party invites because you don't have certain spells. It should also be noted, too, that, you know, being a Blue mage and and yes you are really powerful it's not like you can just at any time do anything you can only have a certain amount of spells equipped you can only have a certain amount of job traits equipped so even though they are powerful and they can be used in different situations you have to be geared towards that situation yeah so it's it's not like they're just all around overpowered in every aspect and when is that switchable as long as you're not in battle you can switch around your spells and your job traits correct uh i actually haven't tried switching in battle but i do know that uh when you switch you have to wait um probably about a minute or so before you can use your spells and you only start out with being able to use eight spells at once and the max you can have is 20 when you get up to level 71 i think you get 20 spells and i can't remember how many points to put in for the magic. Yeah, and and I mean compare that against the normal repertoire for uh, of spells that a normal mage right. gets at, you know, say level 60. You know, you can be a level 60 blue mage and you can still only have 20 spells, but you know, a level 60 black mage, uh, you know, how many spells do they have at that point? Insane. Far too many. But how you many know? do they actually use? Yeah, that's. That, I mean, and that's another. That's another really good point. And and you know, blue mage, uh, blue mage. You you got to be conscious about what spells you have to use yeah. at what times. You know, I think it's a really diverse job. I wouldn't say that it's overpowered, and I wouldn't say that it's underpowered. I'd I'd say that it's uh, for you know for what it is, and for being someone that hasn't played the job yet, uh, and just hear you know hearing about it, it seems like a pretty well balanced job. It's a lot of fun, is all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> I'd believe it. I'd love to. I'd love to give blue mage. A try yeah i haven't played it much either but i've i have seen blue mage do some really awesome things like you know self-chaining which and mana bursting behind it is just insane oh yeah Um, definitely uh, my my friend akeem he's almost at the point where he can chain experience chain four 
uh, VT imps in Kadarva Meyer. I mean, he can light skill train with himself and then magic burst with it. Wow. Now, re- real quick before we uh, we finish this up, Yudva, what what are you uh, what are you looking forward to most with this next uh, with this October update? Uh, the samurai. The samurai. The samurai update. Oh yeah. I oh, think yeah. it's going to change most of the DD's subs from war to samurai, especially with the brutal earring that and, you can get from Limbus. And you know what? Everyone, everyone on the, every DD that is in this game is now going to go back and start leveling samurai as a sub. And I'm, like I said last time, I'm so glad that I did it beforehand. Me too, Raffle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that's it for the show this week. Uh, make sure check us out on the web, www.limitbreakradio.com. Uh, sign up on our forums. Email us. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Send us tells, too. Um, one thing that that has always slipped my mind every single episode, but even before we started this, I did start a link shell on Titan called Limit Break Radio. If you want a shell, all you have to do, uh, you know, uh, if, if you want to get on the server, ask me for a world pass. I know that a couple of people have asked me so far and i've been kind of lazy on getting it but i swear i will get you one and uh if you want a limit break radio pearl uh i i will absolutely give you a limit break radio pearl but uh same thing goes for i know din uh, me and Arjalam have uh, limit break radio pearls and you know it, it, it's nothing you know really big it's not like we do events or anything but if you ever want to get together and talk Oh sure. Once more people start joining, then you know you'll see us in there more. So and maybe you know we maybe we would do events. We if if we got enough people asking us for you know for shells and mm-hmm. to come over, we could do you know little fun little events. Sure. You know, um, but that's it for us this week. I'm an hero. Keep listening. I'm Kahlo, and I'm out like jaggedy ear jacks. Drop right. I'm gamer, charming my way to seventy five. And I'm Argent, and I'm hoping my night grows big and strong. And I'm Yudva. I may hit hard when I hit. <laughs> thanks for listening thank you Yudva for joining us uh, it was really great to uh, to have another dark night on the show finally thank you thank you I appreciate it Tetramaster and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Plan Line are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Mm-hmm.